Maria, I just met a girl named Maria. Yes, he hates me so much for making him do that. But if you can't guess what this episode is based on, then you are shunned out of the We Ship It community. No, I'm just kidding. But it, really, just today kidding. we are... T- we are talking about Tony and Maria from West Side Story. That's Diving right. into our thoughts on the new movie and more. So do we ship it? Listen to find out. Hi all, I'm Devin. And I'm Steph. And welcome to We Ship It, where we gab about our favorite and not so favorite ships of all time. Yep, a couple weeks back, Devin came to visit me, and we were like, we need to go see the new Spielberg West Side Story. And friends, we had thoughts. (laughs) We had thoughts. (laughs) We really did. Uh, So we knew we had to talk about this um, Broadway show, old classic film, and the new one. Um, Maria and Tony were meant to be a modern take on Romeo and Juliet, the -hmm. star-crossed lovers who end in tragedy. Uh, Many people love this show, and the music is just incredible. So, here we are. Yeah, Devin, have you ever seen this show on Broadway? No. Um, Recently, I know they did a a most recent... uh, what's it called? Revival. And I was planning to go see it, and then something happened, and then later on, um, chaos ensued with <laughs> COVID. So. Yeah. Uh, but so I, you've seen it, right? I went to see it with my grandmother and my mom. I don't remember what year it was, but I was very young, and I loved it because they started to introduce elements of like the Spanish speaking into the songs, um, which was hard for me to understand as a kid. But at the same time, I just felt a lot more realistic to have that perspective in there. Sure. Um, And I think that's something that um, we see a little bit of in this modern, the more modern movie that we went to see as well, which I thought was really cool. Very Um, true. But you know, we'll talk about our, our feelings on the new movie we later. We will, we will. Um, but I have to ask, Devin, for our listeners, <laughs> where are you at in your Gilmore Girls? Oh, no. An <laughs> update? A weekly update? Let's see if update. he's actually read, if he's actually watched any this week. Okay, hold on. I, I have been. I have been. Let me see where I'm at. I where am are on you? Season, I'm still in season four, but I'm episode 16, uh, halfway through okay. 16. Okay. Have you met Logan yet? I think last week I yet? was on... I don't think I've met Logan. I think he comes in later. I don't know if it's for... Does she have short hair? Yeah. I'm still in this short hair season. So should, did she do the bad thing yet? Uh, I've learned about her um, having to drop a class, and she's freaking no, out about it. No, that's not it. That's not that's the bad not thing? It. Oh, boy. I'm Guys, he has no idea what the bad thing that short-haired Rory does, and I am just praying about it. I don't but, know um, how you're going to react. <laughs> but what's-his-name <laughs> is back. Uh, I forget what his name is now. Um, uh, the guy that I don't like. You know, that yeah, guy. The guy. Oh, that guy. Jess. Jess, yeah. That's, that guy. He's back, yeah. Not yeah, for he long. came back for an episode, and then he left. Yeah. Well, you know... In order to not make this a Gilmore Girls episode, yes, I yes, just yes. wanted everyone to follow your trajectory on this. Thanks. We'll be out. It'll be out soon. <laughs> love you guys. Um, okay. I also, what am I doing now? 
but I want to ask you something else. <laughs> what do you want to ask? Yeah, okay. I feel like our listeners do not know enough about our personal lives. We just dive in. <laughs> this and is so true. I wanted to ask Devin, what's new? This is going to be a little thing I add. What is the newest thing this week that you're thankful for or something that happened Whoa. to you this week? Yeah. Um, heavy question. Like, I like that thing that Bethany did on her podcast. And I'm like, let's invite people into our lives. Into our lives. I'm trying to think of what my weekly thing would be. Mm. Let's think. Indeed. So this week I started, okay, I did this on Bethany's podcast too. I I did physical therapy, um, but this week I started something called Body and Soul Working Out. It's like this program, it's kind of like a cardio class, but I felt freaking amazing. Okay, there was, It's like Zumba, but there's praise and worship music. Oh, okay. And so it was freaking incredible. And that's what I'm thankful for this week. My incredible neighbor, Sandy. And her running that really cool thing because I feel really good. That was very cool. Yeah. What about you, Devin? What are you thankful for? Or what's new? Uh, what's new? What's new? Well, for those that aren't aware, I am. <laughs> I know what he's going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently the uh, assistant director at my school. Um, we're doing Little Shop this year. I'm super excited about it, but it is also crazy busy and exciting. That's why Devin has been very busy because yes. he's my schedule has taken play. up even more time. Um, so I'm doing that. I have a grad class, which is also exciting, but also another thing to add to the plate. But it is fine. My Devin's plate, plate is very full. <laughs> Like everyone send good vibes and prayers it's because good. both of us just are If you're not busy then you're around. just bored, am I right? Yeah, and I think this is one of the last episodes of this season. We will also have a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, this up. is. This is actually one of our last episodes. I of think the it is, and we haven't even been very good about letting people know that. We're so sorry. So, um <clears throat> Yeah, Regardless. sorry. I just Yes, regardless is right. Um, but so listen for the Valentine's Day episode. We'll hopefully get that out on the 14th. Or around uh, there. <laughs> or around the 14th. And then after that, we'll take a little hiatus before our season four, which we already have in the works. And yes. It's really cool. Oh, and we're excited. There's a lot happening. Super excited. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Now, now that we've talked sufficiently about our Okay, I want to get into West Side Story because I have loved West Side Story since I was a child and just like loved it. And maybe I shouldn't because it's sort of like, you know, the whole Romeo and Juliet thing. It's just not really the healthy perspective. But honestly. Okay, so let's hop in. Oh, before I do, don't forget there's always a spoiler alert yes. pre our episodes because we cannot analyze a piece and a relationship without going into literally all the plot points. All the details. Um, so if you have not seen West Side, here's your warning. Now, what's the story? We see the story open up in New York in the 50s. <laughs> I see what there you did are- there. <laughs> Now yay, what's the story? <laughs> yay, what's the story? Uh, so it's in the 50s, opens up in New York City. 
Um, there are two gangs that kind of rule the streets. The Jets, which I think are portrayed as a bunch of Irish, New York orphans, sometimes okay. Italian. It's just sort of like this gang of boys that runs the streets. And then the Sharks, who are a group of Puerto Ricans who just moved in to America. And they're both fighting for this territory. Um, eventually, we meet Tony, who used to be a Jet and is still friends with them. But now he's trying to work for a living and kind of leave that life more behind. Um, his best friend Riff runs the Jets and regularly calls upon him to join them. And Tony's trying to start to get out of that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but Riff manages to encourage him to go to a dance where he is going to uh, talk with the Sharks about having a rumble. And instead of getting furious about that, Tony ends up seeing Maria for the first time at this dance. And they instantly fall in love. It's like the literal definition of love at first sight. Yep. Uh, naturally, this makes the Sharks and Jets mad because Bernardo, who runs the Sharks, is Maria's older brother. And she is like his little sister. He protects her. He doesn't really like that this, you know, Irish kid from New York who's part of this other gang that he hates is, you know, trying to flirt with his sister. So, they... Um, Tony and Maria fall deeper in love. We see this song that Tony sings that's literally just the word Maria 150 <laughs> times. Um, and so he just can't get this girl off of his mind. Um, but anyway, so Maria eventually begs Tony to stop this rumble because she doesn't want anyone to get hurt. Um, and he ends up going, trying to stop it, trying to be a friend to Bernardo. Um, but then he gets pulled into a fight. You know, they call him a chicken, yep, yep, all yep. this stuff. They fight. And then eventually Riff steps in for him and gets killed. He gets stabbed. Um, so obviously, Tony, this is his best friend. What happens here? He goes in and he kills Bernardo for killing Riff. Yikes, that's his love's older brother. Wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> so Maria is really mad at Tony, but decides that because she loves him, there is nothing she can do. And the two decide we're still going to run away and get married. At some point, while he is apart from her in this time getting ready to leave, he is told by, I think it's Anita, who's super pissed off at the time, um, that Maria is dead. That Chino, another one of the sharks, was looking for Tony to kill him, and he already killed Maria. Um, so this is obviously untrue. Maria is alive, but Tony doesn't know this. And he is thinking that Maria is dead. Tony seeks out Chino, who shoots him on the spot. We are left with a devastated and angry Maria, who makes this beautiful speech about how now she has hate in her heart like they did and she wants to kill like they do. Mm -hmm. um, and so this devastation kind of ensues and we see them all walk out, the sharks and the jets both carrying Tony's body out. Um, and they, you know, they move on trying to like, I guess, reconcile. We don't get like a very big reconciliation moment, but they ends. like come together. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, Devin, it's unsettling. Let's talk. The ending's yes. unsettling. It is very unsettling. All right. Am I reading the first question? Yes. Let's go. All right. So oh together, gosh. Tony and Maria present a love that transcends societal perceptions. How is this something new for the time of the original production? Are they a bit too naive? And why can't everyone else see their love? Ah, <laughs> yes. Um, this is something new. I mean, I don't really know. When did the movie, the original movie come out or the show? Let me That's something some I should probably know before research. I. Yeah, I'm not sure. Was it a show first or did the movie come out first? I believe, that, the, that would I be... believe it was a show and then the movie. And then the movie. 
Uh, original Broadway cast, 1957. So it's timely. And then the movie came out in 61. Okay, cool. Now let's hop into this question because it's really important. You said the original one was in 61, right? Original movie, 61. Original Broadway cast of 57. <laughs> this is obviously a big deal um, for the time it came out because I think you were saying 61 and 57 were around the, the years that right. the important productions were coming out of this. Um, that's right around the time of a lot of civil unrest in America. And I would say like, these conversations were were really not only being had on a large scale um, with civil rights and everything, um, but, okay, so obviously, like I was saying, there was a lot going on in America with racial relations and civil unrest, and so this conversation needed to be had. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this was a really brilliant way to bring Romeo and Juliet into the modern age because we were talking about things that are going on around us, like gang violence and just like racial relations in the time, but we're talking about it in a way that's so much more personal. You see in Tony and Maria that they love each other no matter what the other person looks like, no matter what the other person believes. They, they instantly fall in love with each other, mm -hmm. and that attraction, that love that they have for each other is so much more important than all of the social disputes that are going on between the people that are in their lives. Um, I personally don't think that they're a bit too naive. I think perhaps the way that like Tony and Maria go about trying to make change is not good. Like I think Tony's kind of an idiot to go to the rumble at all. <laughs> I think he should have just not gone. I think he should have told her, you know what, they have to deal with it. They're adults. I'm not going. And perhaps things would have been different for him. Um, but I don't think they're naive. I think they're actually more wise than like the people around them because they they look past these things that other people just for some reason can't look past um, into each other's heart and soul. And why can everyone else not see their love? Because it's something they're not used to seeing, number one. And number two, um, they can't get past their own prejudices to like to just see what true love can really look like. I think a lot of them stick to, yeah. like Anita says, stick to your own kind, stick to your own kind. This is just how we kind of deal with things. Um, it's because there's so much pain in the world at that point, And people just, they don't regularly look into the hearts and souls of other people at this time. Um, so, so they're not used to seeing two young people that truly fall in love um, of, of these different cultures. And... And it's really sad to see because the two of them, I believe, are more wise for, for being in this relationship, even if, like, they fought against, you know, the tyranny of the world and cultural problems. Like, maybe they should have been more careful. But at the same time, like, it really is a stick-it-to-the-man moment. I love that. <laughs> but what do you think, Devin? Um, so I think the norm of star-crossed lovers has always been in existence since Shakespeare uh -huh. and even before then, really. Um, however, yeah. I think this show is one of the first times where a relationship of mixed race has uh -huh. A, ever been a focal point, and B, right. driven the plot so heavily. Yeah, um, it's like the main point, yeah. really. I love that this musical tackles this type of relationship and exposes the beauty and pain of the past and even the present. Um, not everyone is accepting when you bring home someone that doesn't quote unquote fit in um, mm -hmm. based on looks or their habits with the rest of the family. Um, 
focusing more on Tony Maria, I do think they are, see, I think they are a bit naive and I be, in a sense they have to be because they come from the same mold as Romeo and Juliet, who we'll mm-hmm. talk about shortly. Um, but I think their love at first sight makes them naive to the danger that their love presents to the opposing communities. Um, which leads me to the next point, really. I think the reason why they can't see their love is because A, they don't want to, and B, they're too caught up in their own prejudice prejudices to see anything clearly. Um, when rage fills your eyes, um, it's hard to not see red. And that's all they are right. seeing when they look at the other person. I, I forget there's one line, I think Bernardo says it, where like, you you're going to hate me and I'm going to hate you. That's just the way it is kind of thing. I forget what right, the line exactly. is, but it's it's like that's the um, the nut of it. So The nut. The nut, the kernel. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, okay, so <clears throat> that big topic aside, I mean, it's going to come up in every question basically, but that big topic having been discussed, mm-hmm. um, as, it's, as this is a play off of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, let's compare the relationships. Which one do you find to be more true and which one are you most frustrated with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm is right. So when looking at these two relationships, there's obviously going to be some similarities as they derive from each other. Um, however, in some areas, I've seen... Um, that they differ greatly. For example, I don't think I've ever truly bought into Romeo's love. Um, oh, no. Romeo, because he loved someone else <laughs> yes. right before. Exactly. Rosalind or whatever. Rosaline, Rosaline, however you want to say Yeah, whatever her um, name is. It just feels too rushed, and like he doesn't really have his heart in it. Um, it's mm-hmm. more of a... Um, he has this fascination with love and a lust for love. It's not necessarily for Juliet. It's just because she's the hottest mm-hmm. one in the room kind of thing. Um, right. His emotions and teenage angst drive his relationship. It's not necessarily um, uh, fully thought out. It's just urges that he goes with. Um, it feels more genuine when it comes down to um tony and maria and i find Mm -hmm. myself falling for his love for maria Um, tony isn't interested in love before seeing uh maria which is unlike what you like you said um romeo Mm -hmm. and juliet romeo so depressed and so caught up that rosaline is going to be a nun that he throws himself at literally the next person oh, he sees. I can't believe that boy, honestly. <laughs> um, so Tony doesn't have any intentions of meeting anyone. Uh, he go- he doesn't go to the dance hoping to spot the one. He expects mm-hmm. something to happen, but I don't think it's love. Love just happens. Um, however, I do find myself um, also being more frustra- frustrated with Tony and Maria over Romeo mm. and Juliet. I think they yeah. push their love on others. And because they don't get the response that they want, they make rash decisions. Yeah, they really do not have good decision-making skills. And maybe that's how they're naive, Devin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like how they expect everyone to just, like, drop their <laughs> knives and pitfor- pitchforks and, like, ac- accept their love. Like, I know. Like, this is some conversation that needs to be taken much more carefully and lightly. So I agree with that. I would say, ultimately... Um, 
I find Tony and Maria's love to be more true. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, like, what the hell is Romeo talking about half the time in reality? <laughs> like, he's just like, and like the way he treats his other relationships too is rather just rash. And yeah. he kind of just like flies from one thing to the other crying, like half crying, half like dying to the world, half excitement. I'm like, all right, my dude. Calm down. You're just a prepubescent. No, how old is he? He's like 13. You're just a pre- you're He's a pubescent 16. boy. Yeah, you're still growing, and you're throwing yourself at the first girls that you see. Like because I mean, let's be honest. You want one thing, and <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't I don't see it. He he literally loved Rosaline Rosaline what Rosal I never know how to say her name. He it literally is. loved her a day before. He was crying yep. to his best friend the day before. Preach it, girl. Um, he fell in love. And so, obviously, Tony and Maria just have, like, a real love. They actually, like, express, like, a true, um, in that scene where they get married, like, where they spiritually get married. And I think in the in the old movie, it's in the um, shop that she works in. In this movie, mm-hmm. it's in, like, a monastery. Right. Um, that is a beautiful show of their true respect and love for each other. In Romeo and Juliet, we get the balcony scene, and that's about it before they start jumping into this like right. whole "I'm going to kill myself" exactly for you type thing. Um, yeah, so definitely love Tony and Maria. We see much more character development there too, which I think could be the reason that we see that with them. Um, and then, are we more? Fr- you know, honestly, I'm more frustrated with Romeo and Juliet. Um, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, because. Romeo and Juliet both kill themselves, like true because they misunderstand something. Three days, (laughs) like he has a misunderstanding, then he dies, and then she sees that he's dead, and she dies, and it's like this whole thing. I'm like, when I walk through the timeline of Romeo and Juliet with my kids, it's like um, two days in, in class. Yeah, they meet on. Monday and they die on Wednesday, <laughs> like yeah. three days. And it's not like, like they bro. spend the entire day together. They spend a little bit at the dance. They spend right. the balcony scene. They spend getting married, and right. then and I that's think it. similarly in West Side Story, it's like a couple of days. But I mm-hmm. think that we just get more of them being together in West Side Story. Yeah, so it's just like a better I don't know a better telling. Um, but either way, I'd before agree. I get really frustrated with Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, before that ahead. happens. <laughs> um, what draws them together and what does Tony love about Maria and vice versa? I So I added this question because um, of kind of what we were just talking about. I think it's important to acknowledge that they actually do work together before we can say if we ship it or not because right. you can tend to get wrapped up in these sort of like romantic, over-romanticized things. Like, you know, I think when it came to them, there really was no, this isn't really answering the question. This is actually answering the last one and the first one. But um, <laughs> there really was no deception plotted like in Romeo and Juliet. Like, right. they plotted to f- trick people into thinking Juliet was dead. I think Tony and Maria were trying to be above board. They just wanted to run away because no one was allowing them to do what they wanted to do. Fair. And for me, that's a little bit more honest and a little bit more true. And what draws them together? Well, at first, it's that they see each other. Uh, and that's about <laughs> it. But <clears throat> from there, they immediately meet as these two souls that are, like, connecting 
Um, and we always talk about this soul connection. Like, do you have a soul connection with someone? You need to have that for the relationship to work. Right. And they clearly have it because immediately when they meet each other, they're speaking as if they're intimate friends. Um, so that's what draws them together is this like aura that the two of them have um, and the love that they have for each other and the spirit that they have that is similar. Um, and then as they start to get to know each other, I think Tony loves the purity of Maria. He loves her mm, innocence. He loves that she um, sees the world as like, because, you know, he has a lot of violence in his life. And in, right. in this new movie in particular, he's just getting out of jail. He meets this girl that literally sees the good in the world and tries to be honest and true. And obviously she's beautiful, but I think what he comes to love in her <laughs> That's just is, a perk. <laughs> yeah, it's just a perk. Uh, he comes to love in her, her purity and truth. And then in Tony, I mean, he's macho as hell. But I think that she loves him. I think she loves him because she sees this guy who is truly trying to change his ways. Whereas every other man in her life, Chino, who isn't able to like stand up for himself or anything. And then Bernardo, who like just refuses to listen to the people She just has him. nothing in common with Chino. I know, poor Chino, poor, <laughs> poor Chino. Chino. Oh my God, he has a lot of growth. <laughs> he has to a do. good heart, and I um, actually do like that they added more character development to him. To in Chino, the, that was a big part of the new. I movie. agree 100%. that I like that addition. Hundred um, percent. However, uh, oh, were you finished? I'm sorry. No, I wasn't finished. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I think that's really it. Apart from him being like macho, I think she sees a man who's really trying to grow and change, which is not something that she sees from many of the men in her life. Um, so I Fair. really love that. But go ahead, Devin. Yes, yes. Um, I think what draws them together is that they accept each other. Um, they don't expect anything from each other. There's no pressure from each other. Um, it's The pressure's coming from the outside world on them. Um, they are connected, like you said. They are just yep. with each other in the moment, and they are present and... Um, they don't want to change each other. They just want to grow with each other. Um, mm -hmm. I think they both just love how they make each other feel. Yeah. For Tony, it's a sense of freedom. With Maria, he's only looking forward to his future and not his past. He wants mm -hmm. change. He wants something new and to be better than his old self. And Maria yep. is the spark that guides him to that newer self and newer future. For Maria... Um, she gets the sense of expressing love and being loved in return. No other time in her life has she experienced this. So it's exciting and inviting to her. Yeah, we don't it is really... exciting because she's so sheltered until yeah. this point. She's very quiet, very timid, doesn't speak up for herself. And we don't really know about her family life besides her brother and Anita. So we assume she wants a love that her brother cannot offer. And it makes her feel pretty. She's almost I intoxicated know. by this I love. love. She's overcome by it. It's moving and concerning at the same time because, you know, it's not always the healthiest to be that intoxicated right. it's by really love, not but. it is not. but in this moment i mean we wouldn't have known like they, they were running away to get married so perhaps we could make an argument that it's not the healthiest either but i don't <laughs> think that they i don't think that they were asking each other such ridiculous things because they lived in a very violent ridden place and they mm -hmm. needed to get out of there for sure uh, but <clears throat> either way continue moving on what is your absolute favorite moment with these two <sighs> okay, I chose two because I wanted to have a backup in case I took yours. So I would rather hear yours first. Okay, my favorite moment with these two is probably, and I this is what I loved 
love and i that so i made movie. sure that it was just the absolute because they have a lot of great moments so i wanted to make sure it was they do. the absolute favorite moment what do you my have? absolute absolute favorite moment is and, and they're equally as good in both movies even though they're different is the scene where they're getting spiritually married uh, this okay. is in the monastery in the new one and in the old one it's in the bridal shop and I just, there's something so incredibly beautiful about the way both directors took this. Like, in that, you know, one, it's clear that, yes, there's not a priest in front of them. There's not, like, a state official in front of them telling them that their marriage is happening right. and that it is officially they're happening. But it, it's to each other. They're binding their hearts. Yeah. Make of our heart one heart. Like, <laughs> you know, I played that song <laughs> at my wedding. So good. Like, it's literally just such a beautiful concept of like yeah we don't need these societal constructs to make clear to each other what we already know which is that our souls are bound mm -hmm. um damn on that damn but, so in the first one what i liked about it was it was pure it was so pure in in the bridal shop it was so pure and innocent like them having fun like moving around the different mannequins mm -hmm. and stuff and then in the second one, it, it wasn't just pure. It was, like, so much deeper. And that's why I think I ultimately like the moment in the monastery where they're, you know, praying in front of Mary and everything a little sure. bit better. Because it has to do with why they chose her name to be Maria, you know, the most mm -hmm. pure. Um, and then the two of them kind of bind to each other. And then, you know, consummate later. <laughs> 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 but but at the same time, it is. It's like a, it's like a marriage. Mm -hmm. Um that, oh, They're just I'm dedicating sorry, their hearts together, which I think is really powerful. And yes, um, yeah. I agree. That is a great scene. Um, what? So I had two, and I'll kind of mention both, but I'll focus mm -hmm. on one particular one. So my, I think my absolute favorite one is just their first dance together. Oh, I do love that. Um, and I like both of their versions too. Um, the one they kind of like that get that uh, haziness, and he only like sees her and. Um, and this newer one, they sneak behind the the bleachers and have their dance together. And it's just so right. intimate. It is. Um, like they are speaking a different language to each other that they are both understanding, mm -hmm. which I think is really powerful. Um, they, they are two different people coming from different backgrounds, coming with different cultures, coming both speaking different languages in a sense. But together in that moment, they are speaking the same one. And I think that's what's really powerful. Um so that's why that one's my favorite. And I set on the side as a backup the balcony scene because I wasn't sure what you were going to choose. But the balcony scene is also pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The balcony scene is great. I mean, it's clearly a Romeo and Juliet reference. Oh, for sure. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Um, moving right along. How does love strengthen Tony Maria and how does it make them vulnerable? Well, Maria becomes a lot more confident in her decisions once she falls in love with yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see this pure girl who is dealing with the violence and the structures that are she can't really change around her um, in a way that is like, I'm a woman now because I'm in love and I'm going to do what I need to do and what's best for me and what's best for my family. <laughs> and Tony becomes a little softer. We see him actually willing to go and humble himself in front of Bernardo um, for a pretty long time in the second, in the more more recent film, um, trying yeah. really hard to make amends, even when it's punches. shameful to him. Um, at a certain point, it is shameful that he's doing that. He loses yeah. a friend because he did that. Um, we see him, like you know, not become weaker, but become 
more soft, become more empathetic um, and willing to compromise. And we see Maria become more hardened. We She becomes more, you know, confident in herself. Yeah, determined. And, yeah, and how does it make them vulnerable? I mean, in these ways, in the ways that they never wanted to be vulnerable, um, they became vulnerable. Um, so Tony, you know, he just wanted to, like, live his life and travel and, like, get out of the place that kept him back. And, like, Maria never really had thoughts about that. But when they come together, they have to get vulnerable about where we're going to go with this, that this is going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have prejudices all around us. How do we deal with that? Um, and they had those conversations. And they made a plan. And they relied on one another. And they told each other, you know, their deepest, darkest secrets and problems. Um, I think that's why they were able to grow together so well. Um, and they're much better than Romeo and Juliet in that sense as well. <laughs> in I'll case she hasn't said it, it enough. <laughs> if I have to say it again. <laughs> um, I think their love emboldens them, and um, emboldens them, but it also exposes them. Yeah. Um, their love makes them stronger individuals. Like you said, prior to meeting, neither stood up for themselves. Tony is peer pressured into potentially rejoin the sharks while Maria plays the part of the baby sister who listens to her older brother. Um, right. However, after they meet, Tony takes a stand to riff and he tries to talk him down from the rumble. And Maria speaks up for herself and makes her voice heard in the decisions that concern her. So like you said, both of them are just a lot more vocal about what mm-hmm. they want not that they are um proud or not that they are uh prideful and um like show offy they're just mm-hmm. much more they realize that their voice is important and it deserves to be heard as well mm-hmm. um but like you said i agree that tony does get much more softer and is willing to concede to the other side um he has empathy and he respects has that respect um that mutual respect um moving on um yet their love also makes them vulnerable in that they are too asphyxiated on each other that their judgments get clouded they become drunk on love and their decision making skills are not the brightest as we've mentioned a little bit earlier but because they are such a high they cannot come down from it and they just keep running and running and running um which is why he ends up at the rumble which is why and which is why like everything happens because they're just on this level that they can't fall down from until Mm -hmm. death happens and they have to come down off of that high yeah oh my gosh okay well Let's do some compare and contrast. Yes. Um, how is Bernardo and Anita's romance different from Tony and Maria's, and how is it the same? So I think they have much more. They have a much more mature version of love than Tony and Maria. Uh, they've grown up in this transition period from their home country of Puerto Rico um, to the states that they are ready to settle down and prepare for the future. Um, mm-hmm. There's a greater sense of devotion here than just love at first sight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their love is like fine aged wine, whereas mm-hmm. Tony and Maria is like a cheap mixed drink. Which is why I find it inexcusable that Maria asks her to get over it, basically. Oh, when I Bernardo know. Dies. Oh, I know. I find that inexcusable behavior, but it we'll is. talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, sure, Tony and Maria also think about the future, but not long term. 
not um they don't think five to ten years from now right they think about a week or a couple of days from now they're too Mm -hmm. stuck in the moment to see the full picture whereas bernardo and anita have clearly been together long enough that they can make these types of plans right also you see the pain and heartbreak of their love when anita finds out about bernardo's death that scene is gut-wrenching um you're telling me and i can't like you said i can't even imagine being asked like when she sees tony like oh my god like being asked to like just let it go let it go no big deal (laughs) yeah and i know maria is more careful when she asks but i also just think she shouldn't have asked mm -hmm. like she should not have asked anita to go in her place like she should not no those are lines you just don't cross when something like and i am proud of anita for doing that and um because I don't think a normal person would. Me neither. She shows her strength and she shows her dedication to her friend. Um, yeah. Her, her little sister, in a sense. Like. Yeah. Go ahead. No, basically, what you said, um, Tony and Maria, it's a quick, it is a very quick draw with them. <laughs> um, when it comes to Anita and Bernardo, they have had a long time to grow into the relationship they're in. Um, Like you said, how is it the same? I mean, they both are in love. I'm not going to say that Tony and Maria are not in love. No, they are. So the love is there. It's just, it's just hard because you watch this, these two adults who have loved each other for a long time, just naturally, even if she didn't love him the way that Tony loves Maria, like it would be hard to lose someone that's such a big part of your life for so long. Um, I think Bernardo and Anita are a little bit more, like, they're a little bit more um, adult. (laughs) I don't know how to explain that. Like, they're a little bit more... Just mature. uh, Mature and attracted to one another in ways that Tony and Maria just aren't yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they just, like, I don't know, they're older. So they kind of understand what what kind of sacrifices one might make for a relationship. Whereas Tony and Maria, it's like the moment that Tony finds out. And they are And this is actually already... interesting. The moment that Tony finds out Maria is dead, he wants to kill himself. Mm-hmm. But the moment Anita finds out Bernardo is dead, that's not on she her mind. She has to, yeah. She has she to deal with that. She can live. She can deal with it. Tony cannot. Yeah. Um, so that shows also his immaturity. True. Anita mm-hmm. is the real player here. Um, yeah, she's an icon. But what surprises me is... Um, I don't know where I was going with that. I had I'm something. sorry, I, I got him off. I had something, and then I totally like I agreed Listen, with. Listen, we have a very long comment at the end. Of this episode. <laughs> we do. Thank you, Liam. We love you. Yeah, we do. But we have a lot to get through. We do. Um, okay. If I happen to remember what I was going off on, just comment it. Yeah, just bring yeah, it. Yeah, I'll add it on later. But regardless, continuing. Um, why does Maria remain with Tony even after the death of her brother? What are your thoughts here? I, Truthfully, I don't know. I am conflicted. <laughs> I'm conflicted because in love, there are going to be times that you are betrayed. Okay? We are all human beings. Every person cannot. It's impossible for a human being that is not a divinely inspired God 
will disappoint their significant other. It's mm-hmm. just the way it is. No matter how big or small it is, it might be different, but it's going to happen. Uh, Tony doesn't just take away Maria's brother in this instance. He also did the exact opposite of what she begged him to do, which is fix this, make sure the rumble doesn't happen. And then he killed Bernardo. So I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot more to unpack here before they can just run away and get married. This is the problem I have. The one slight (laughs) problem with their relationship. One slight problem. I think given the, the dire situation that they're put in, perhaps Maria was making a rash decision. Um, but ultimately, if something like this happened, the forgiveness process does not occur immediately. Like, yes, the point she makes to Anita is important. It's like, I love him. I, there's no choice that I have um, other than following him. Well, in these cases, if your significant other betrays you for other reasons in other ways... You might take some time apart. You might, you know, tell them all of your grievances and work through a forgiveness plan. In their case, she kind of just gets over it because she's grieving and doesn't know what else to do because she has to run away with him. Mm -hmm. She needs to get herself out of the unsafe situation she's in. So, like, I sympathize with her decision. I don't think it's made in the most healthy, like, mind space. Yeah. Um. I don't know. What about, what are your thoughts? I, I kind of remember what I was going to go off of before, so I'll comment on that real quick. Um, yeah. What I love is the Bernardo, Anita, and Maria um, family Relationship. Unit. The family yeah, unit. Yeah. Um, you see them acting as her parents and taking care of her. Um, and uh, Anita's business is happening in the process. And um, just them supporting each other i I love that Mm -hmm. and what happens here with this is that tony kind of destroys that he walks in falls in love with her and ruins their family unit um Mm -hmm. and i don't know how i feel about it yeah Um, me neither it feels weird that she is okay with consummating her marriage Immediately with, after, with I know a murderer. It's, it's not very helpful um, in our understanding of their relationship. Yeah, either, it feels super <clears throat> weird to me. Yeah, um, it's very weird. I guess it shows Tony, a little bit more that she's just sort of like acting on emotion, correct? Um, rather than which, I don't know. It makes me I sad. Know. Uh, so I guess Tony is her sense of comfort amidst the tragedy, but overall, it just feels so weird that she again decides to not like i can understand forgiving i can understand forgiving him maybe (laughs) but to then but then to then continue to um say i i wanna love you quote unquote (laughs) and then to also say that i need to run away with you still that's where, I know. That's where my brain is like. That's where the issue is, is that she like he, is clearly she acting he, based on her emotions. Right. She knows that he has to leave. He has to get mm-hmm. out. He can't be here because he'll get caught by the police. She understands that. And it kind of moves up their um, runaway process. But my thing is like, why are you still going to try this? Why? Why, <laughs> why him? Find somebody else. Devin, so are you not going to ship it? I don't know. This is the the question that I still cannot. Let's ask this next question because I think it could help us work it out a little bit. Okay. 
Does love triumph at the end, or is Maria right that it's all hate? I mean, it has to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, despite Maria's hope being out. utterly crushed, her love still remains. Um, she's not able to enact the pain um, through her her hate and through her own pain. She's not able to enact it. Um, it's not in her ability. Um, like she's seen through the events of the day, she's not able to commit the same acts that mm-hmm. um, everyone else has done. Instead, she's defeated. Mm-hmm. Her love is still enact, albeit crushed. She won't allow the hatred to consume her like the others. Um, and that's what I like. I love about, I almost said like, like and love together. So like, love, like, love. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what, what I, I love like about, love about this, this uh, ending is that she doesn't do what you expect of her. She, yeah. or what is quote unquote, the ending of Romeo and Juliet. She doesn't mm-hmm. concede to hate. Um, she doesn't give in to loot loss and death. She rises above it. Mm-hmm. Um, because she could have easily have pulled the trigger on everyone there and herself and just been done with it. But that's not the message that she needs to share. Yeah. Yeah. Does love triumph at the end? I just don't know how I feel. Like, in reality, no. I mean, what 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 has happened here is that love has transformed into learning. Mm-hmm. So True. Maria doesn't end her life. So this is different than Romeo and Juliet again, bringing it up again. This moment where someone's love is sacrificed is, Seamus, are you okay? Um, Where her love is sacrificed, it's not like two lives end. Like in Romeo and Juliet, it's like nobody really learned anything. These two people just died. In West Side Story, you can see the two gangs join together and carry his body out. Mm-hmm. Now, who knows if that means things really, ra- like, really, um, what's reconciled. the word I'm looking for? It's things really, you know, yeah, reconciled. I can't think of the word. But. <laughs> oh, yeah. So who who knows if things really actually change between them in the future? But, like, the, what we're given in the movie leads me to believe that something came out of this tragedy, and that was a lesson. So did love triumph? Perhaps not, but it taught these two groups of people that they need to learn to love each other. Um, I don't think Maria, I think in the moment she's speaking out of anger, that she feels hate like they felt, like, and she never felt it before because she was a pure character like we were talking about, mm-hmm. completely pure until the end when she has a reason to hate. So it, it brings her to, to this elevated level of understanding why these groups of people were like this to begin with because they have experienced the pain and loss that she just experienced basically all their lives. Right. Not saying it's justified how they act. I'm just saying she now understands why they're such BS people. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, I think from from this true love, because they see violence all the time. It hasn't changed their perspective. It hasn't made them better people. This pure love that was corrupted by outside sources helped them to understand that it was unnecessary violence. Mm. Um, so I think it, it turned into a lesson, which is, it doesn't mean love triumphed. I don't guess, I, I don't think so. I guess not. But it means that like, something altered in all of these people's worlds and so love made an impact you know for sure um cool 
So what are your thoughts on the new movie? Do you like the new adaptation? What do they do well? And where do you see it lacking? I had really high hopes for this movie. I'm going to say it. Uh, Spielberg, like... Also, I love who they cast for everyone. I love who they cast for everyone. I was in love with Ansel, in love, but Devin knows I'm going to talk about this. I loved Ansel as Tony. He was a much more personal, intimate Tony than the last one. And I think he and the girl that they picked to play Maria had a more intimate relationship that was much more, like it drew you in. It made you believe that it was real. Mm-hmm. There is one part of this movie, (laughs) one part that took me out of it so much. First of all, that dude did not need to act like he had a New York accent. Like, just, no. It would have been better if he never tried, okay? (laughs) Just speak as you speak. But, because that always took me out of the movie. The second thing that was the most disappointing to me was the last 10 minutes of the movie. (laughs) I have never seen worse acting in my entire life that i'm not totally being true. dramatic i'm not <laughs> really? being dramatic never seen such bad acting and i love ansel so why would i say that okay he was an amazing tony until the last 10 minutes of the movie and if you haven't seen the new movie i'm really sorry to spoil this but when he was told that maria died i've never seen a stupider reaction <laughs> in my entire life and whatever. I love him. I think he did really great other than that. I just don't know why they allowed that to be the cut that they put in the end of the movie. Apart yeah. from that, incredible Do you scenes, want to talk about okay? my reaction to that scene? Devin was cracking up <laughs> while this emotional scene was happening in the theater. He's like laughing to the I, point where he's crying. I was not cackling or like out ca- loud yes. crazy laughing. Yes, he was. It was but like... So- I was giggling. (laughs) The thing is, the movie was beautiful. Okay, that scene in the monastery, gorgeous. They added more scenes between Tony and Maria. You get more Chino. You get more Bernardo. You Mm -hmm. get more Riff. Um, You see the different jets in a new light. Like, the songs are really beautiful. Um, America, gorgeous scene. Like, the whole dancing scene. But that ending really took me out of it. Yeah. What do you what do you think, Devin? So I'll agree with you. Um, I and I'm not as like I I enjoy West Side Story, but I'm not like a West Side Story fanatic. I'm like um, so forgive me if you are and I am um, approaching <laughs> on your uh, vibes with West Side Story, but um, I like. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I'm sure that came through. <laughs> Um, I do like um, this new movie. It is different. Um, I love parts of the storytelling. Um, I know they rearranged some scenes. I don't know if they do it better or not. Um, I didn't like I Feel Pretty where that was placed. I liked the scene. I didn't like where it was placed. That's fair. I, I liked how they did Cool. Was it Cool Boy? Yes, I liked yes, that, I that where they were fighting over the gun. I liked that aspect. That was awesome. Um, but I know that they, in the different renditions that they've done in the past, Broadway revivals and the movies, um, that they've changed that scene. So I like, I, I do like this scene. It's not, it's not the same that we've seen before. Um, so I do like that. Um, I think both all the actors did fantastic. I think Anita really stole the show, kind of deal. Yes, she did. Um, but she usually does. Yeah. Um, 
I like the story that um, the the girl who played Anita in the old movie mm, yeah, was they Doc's added her in wife. The, yeah, I think they I really had Doc liked pass that. away, but they had her be like the Doc model for um, yeah. Tony, which I and like was I love cool. that they had a relationship that was similar and like mm-hmm. struggled. And they, oh gosh, I just love that. Yeah, I, I agree. Love I think some of the parts that they changed or tweaked, <clears throat> I I agree with some of them. I'm I'm okay with. Um, but like you said, that last little bit, it took me out. It took me out of it. And maybe if I watch it again, I'll have a different reaction. But I just couldn't get over um, that like 30 second bit of him reali- or finding out that Maria has quote oh, unquote so died. Bad. And he like so freaks bad. out. And I get his reaction. You could have easily just put tears on your face and that would have been enough. Yeah. I, it would have been emotional. I get, like, they went for more of the crazed reaction. Yeah, he rather, went freaking rather than, nuts. Rather than just, like, a emotionally distraught. Uh, I, like, laughed. Uh, and I feel so bad because it is an emotional moment. But I just yeah. couldn't help but laugh. I think she did well at the end and pulling off that speech. But, um... I don't think she did as well as what's her name as the original uh, Natalie Wood. I yeah. don't think she did as well as Natalie. Yeah, I'd Wood. agree with that, but I still think she did a decent job. But regardless, oh, she was an incredible choice. I just mm-hmm. don't. I didn't like the last scene yeah. in general. Didn't, and like I said, I I agree that adding a little bit more Chino involvement there, I think that was cool. But overall, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like crazy i need to have this on my like watch list right. over and over again kind of thing right exactly exactly well so more about the the movie itself um or the musical itself what was your favorite song <laughs> so i chose two one is more of course un- you one's did. unlovey-dovey and one's lovey-dovey um so i really like america <laughs> i love america <laughs> it's so fun and so uh just vibrant and lively and mm-hmm. i i'm such a fan of the song um yeah. it it gets stuck in my head all the time not all the time but like when i think about it you know mm-hmm. um and my lovey-dovey one i chose tonight the quintet um, i love that i just mm-hmm. love all of it reminds me of a one day more situation yeah exactly like i and i love the the movement of people and pl- and uh, mm-hmm. voices and everything. It's just, just very well put together. And I do enjoy that one for sure. Mm-hmm. What about for you? So I have a song that I really adore. And then I have a song that gets stuck in my head every mm-hmm. time I see West Side Story. The song that I adore is obviously Make of Our Hearts One Heart. <laughs> I know <Duh>. it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> it is it. like the most beautiful song about love that I've like ever mm-hmm. heard in my entire life. It's very sweet. And then number two, um, a number two is the song that gets stuck in my head. Maria. And that's When You're a Jet, oh. You're a Jet. <laughs> but also Maria, because literally he just says the word Maria like a hundred times. But yeah. um, when it comes to the jet song, it's just like, it's always in my head. When you're a jet, you're a jet, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I can't help myself. Yeah, exactly. Um, but those are my songs, I think. Very nice. All right. Um, and our final question. And this might be the final question of the season, maybe. 
Except for the Valentine's Day That's episode. true. So this is technically mm -hmm. our last episode of season three, but we're going to have a bonus episode. So mm -hmm. check it out when we get there. But for the last time of season three, do we ship it? I wish it was an easier yes. <laughs> um, yes, I do ship it. I think that they, they have true love. There are things they have to work out for sure, mm -hmm. but they truly do love each other. Uh, well, he's dead, so they can't work out. But, <laughs> but if he wasn't dead, uh, if he I wasn't do ship dead. them. I mean, well, what's the question if we're not talking if he wasn't dead? But, like, yes, yes, I ship it. If he were to have lived. I, I think I would have shipped it and approved of them at least trying to work something out. They they did love each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it comes down to that freaking scene. Uh, Where they're after he kills her brother. Yes, he, I just and he just shows up at her place and he's I just don't know. I will say yes if it were not for outside circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Like if it yeah. was just the two of them, yes. But if they're if you're involving like the rest of the rumble and them not liking each other, like if you're adding those in, then I don't know. I it's just yeah. They're very. I feel. I I love their growth. And so I love, you can't say yes or no, really. I can't really. I know I'm mixed. I'm sorry. No, I mean that's all right. <sighs> because they're so iconic. So I feel like I they have are to. Iconic. I don't know. It's so weird. Regardless, now you know how I semi feel about this. Um, yeah, you know how we Steph don't feels have an answer it. from Devin. We don't. We don't know how Devin feels, but you can put my yes. I don't in know the how I feel. Yeah. So, um, regardless, um, what do you all think? What about the WSL fan? WSL. Westside. I don't know what I put. WSL. What WSS? Did I put WSL? You did. Well, I apologize to everyone who now has to hear Devin mess up because I messed up in reality. What do but... all of the WSS fans? WSS. Go right? <laughs> well, I don't even know why I acronymed it. Like I don't. Know. I don't there was no reason for that. It's okay. Uh, but oy, we have a comment oy. here, and and it is from Liam. So I reached out to him. Um, he he joined us on previous episodes. He has. Uh, I think he only did the one, so we definitely need to have him Hercules. back on. Yeah, he. But he, he had a comment Hercules. on another. I, I know he was. Hi, Liam. He, had, he had a comment on for Princess and the Frog for Tiana and yes. Naveen, um, which was also amazing. So you can check that mm -hmm. out on our um, website blog. Um, but regardless, we might add this one up too. Um, we should. Liam, you are a gem and a scholar, and I literally texted him last night at like I don't know, ten. I was like, hey. I know you have, like, this is your passion project, <laughs> so you're the expert. Tell them, tell them how, how long his, uh, So his... it came to, like, a five and a half, six-page paper. I'm like, Liam, I asked for one Yo, paragraph. We are definitely putting this up on the He's website. Awesome. Like, there's um, no way. So thank you and for so sending we, this in. Devin has pulled out a piece, and it's still longer than any quote we've ever had. This so. is also very true. Um, <laughs> Liam said that if you're going to have anything at least have the last paragraph so that's what i pulled here um so forgive me if i butcher it but we're gonna read it out loud for everyone um because it's just that good so tony and maria are two of the hardest roles to play in the musical theater canon that is not a statement on a potential writing mistake or lack of detail or direction but instead out of an awareness that their love has to be so believable and fictional simultaneously their ability to love each other goes beyond social implications, turmoil, ridicule, 
unforgivable murder, despair, and death. We meet these two characters who want more in life, fascinated and called called by an American dream that the rest of the world around them has seemed to abandon. On several occasions, Tony refers to their love as magic. On the other hand, we are left to believe it's real and feel the stakes of their relationship because of the fate that surrounds them. We want to believe Tony when he says they will move to the countryside and live in peace and love, but we ultimately know this is a world where if Riff and Bernardo can die, Tony can too. The script so closely follows the familiar Romeo and Juliet story that we feel unnerved when Maria doesn't fake her death nor stab herself. Um, Maria surviving shows a greater pain because she is willing to live with the grief of losing hope. When she points the gun at the gang members and the audience over the body of her dead lover, we see that the world has broken her hope and destroyed Mm. our chance in believing that someone could find a way out of the mess of society we are all placed in. They are naive to believe that they will be able to love with each other freely. And Tony is naive to believe that his higher intelligence is in comparison to the other gang members will bring an end to the fighting. However, they are both aware of the implications their love brings with Maria more calculating than Tony. Maria is in a new world and has uh, every reason to be cautious of the elements around her. Maria often tries to think things through and plan for the future tragedies and prevent them. Tony was born here and lives off the American dream uh, and the confidence that was earned by the labor of his immigrant parents. For this, Tony often makes wrong turns by revealing his love for Maria to Anita without questioning alliances, engaging in the rubble, excuse the rumble, Uh, (laughs) engaging in the rumble, threatening to turn himself into the police upon apologizing to Maria for killing her brother and eventually calling for Chino to kill him. This stems from Tony's I want song, something coming, something's coming in which he addresses how he is led by the perception of fate and his eagerness to jump steps in careless confidence. An argument can be made that the differences in their approach to to their relationship allows for the larger metaphoric themes of the musical to shine through them. The balance of realism with operatic uh, drama that comes from this perfect synthesis of film, opera, ballet, and musical theater, and the writers who weave them together allows us to see our world in their love and their lyrics, and yet allows us to see their reflection situations in which their story does not directly affect. This work is the birth of the modern American musical and laid the groundwork for every great mind-shattering musical since. Holy shit. That's a lit crit. (laughs) See, I wish he would have been on this episode. Liam, you need to come back for an episode. For sure. Because your insights are so like thought provoking and meaningful. And I just really appreciated that you sent all of that because it's true. Like all of this is just so, so true. And I love how you said this work is the birth of modern, the modern American musical because it's truly great. I mean, it's truly, and, and that's really true is like you see a lot of the elements from West Side Story that come into a lot of musicals mm-hmm. in the, you know, after that. For so sure. I love that. Me Thank you. too. Yeah, but I don't have a script for the rest of this, so I'm just going to go with the normal script that we usually have. Sweet. Number one, thank you to Liam. 
Number two, we love West Side Story. At least I do. Devin is still working. I'm a fan. I love West Side Um, Story. I just don't know if I ship this. He doesn't know if he ships them. Uh, But either way, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, we would just really appreciate that you either rate or review where you listen. Spotify now has the um, possibility of rating uh, really quick. You just have to do like two clicks. Um, So if you don't mind giving us a rating, we'd love to know what you're thinking. Yeah, it's super easy, super quick. It will take no time and will mean the world to us. Once we get enough reviews in, we're able to, then it will present our rating. So once we get enough in, that'd be amazeballs. Yes, thank you, guys. And, of course, if you want to engage with us, please just reach out on social media. Like, Devin mm-hmm. runs that thing like a freaking pro. Get out of here. And then – no, he does. And then if you want to be on an episode, like, reach out to us in any way. Like, we also have our Gmail, which is we ship a podcast at gmail.com. Send us your comments. Send us your thoughts. If mm-hmm. you want to join for an episode, we would love to hear it. So – That is all from us shippers. And also, just as a heads up, guys, if you aren't, so I know many of you are following us on Instagram. You can also check us out on Facebook. They recently Mm -hmm. um, added a feature where our podcast, um, and we we added this. They added the feature. We added our podcast then. But Mm -hmm. our podcast will stream right from Facebook. If you don't necessarily listen on any other format, you can check us out there as well um, Mm -hmm. and share it amongst your friends and fam. Yep. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Make of our hearts one heart. (laughs) See you guys. Love ya. Bye.